Trading Nut, episode 110. Like, why am I blowing accounts? And then I could find out, okay, this is the reason I was blowing accounts. And the reason I was blowing accounts is because it wasn't because I never knew what I was doing in terms of, like, identifying certain patterns. I'm able to identify the patterns very well. It's more of a situation like this. I was able to understand my emotion and control my emotion. I was broke and I just wanted to get rich, right? The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than... I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial trading or investing advice of any kind. What's up traders, welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today we've got probably the best name in the whole trading industry coming on the show. His name's Pajama Billionaire. That's an awesome name, it's probably the best name I've had on the show. Uh, so he's coming up on this interview. Now look, it's a bit different from what we normally do here on Trading Up. Uh, this guy's got so many different businesses. We end up sort of really doing a bit of a business podcast to start off with, then move into the trading thing later on. But it's also probably could be summarized as wealth creation as a whole. So really insightful and probably a completely different way to look at your trading journey. If you are just solely focused on trading, this might actually open your mind up to sort of start thinking a bit more creatively about what you do with your trading income or making trading work for you in a different way. Now, um, we also go into how he would approach my robot builders club. So um, with somebody who's very busy, you're going to find a unique and innovative way to approach uh basically taking my robot builders club and doing it extremely fast uh, and getting exactly what he wants out of it so guys that's coming up as well and um, we do remember we have got the trading challenges back on youtube so we've got our uh, forex simulator challenge it's called now we're doing five trades across the same currency pair we've already had at the time i record this four traders go through that Uh, it's really interesting because you get to see the market sitting there uh, in the past and also because of the way we're doing it now, we've got away from R, it means that if the trader loses the first few trades, their percentage is now decreased, right? So you've got to actually be better to get, you know, to, to claw back those losses than, uh, than if you're just using straight R's where there's no sort of loss, you're just calculating on an R. So it's more realistic. Uh, we can go down to really low time frames as well, guys. So if these guys want to go down to one minute charts and refine their entries, even tick charts, they can do it on the software. So that's um, happening. But we've also got Trader versus Trader season number two kicking off in a couple of days here. Uh, we've got two traders, one from Ireland and another one from South Africa hitting it off uh they're going to be the first ones up there doing this new kind of trader versus trader Uh, guys go and check it out on the youtube channel you might be able to join us live where we do it we've got prizes from our sponsors city traders imperium and sage capital so guys if you want to go and see what these guys can win from our sponsors then make sure you attend that as well uh also sorry if my voice is a little bit croaky for this intro i had a a fairly big weekend a football tournament and i think i picked up a throat infection from uh, i mean look you're going around shaking people's hands after the game and we're we're still on we were on level one which means it was completely free to do what you want here in new zealand and the day we get back, like literally at seven o'clock, a few hours after I got back, um, we found out that we're now going back into lockdown. And some of the guys we're playing against are from the town that um, one of these uh, infected people went to. So oh, I'm just praying that what I've got is just a, a cold and a sore throat or nothing more than that. So guys, um, without further ado, let's Oh, yes, I should mention, sorry, I should mention that, yes, the merch is back on track. So those guys that are asking about it, it's back on track. Stay tuned. It will be coming out in 2021. Uh, I will make sure this this happens. And it's going to be awesome, right? It's going to be awesome. And I'll give you a little hint that Trading Nut is getting a new logo with this merch. So stay tuned for that. It's out there. Trust me, it is out there. Um, right, and I'll, I'll give you even the evolution of this Trading Nut logo so you can actually see it at the end of it. So uh, I think it'll be quite interesting and fun for you guys to, to to take the mickey out of it. All right, without further ado, let's get on with here with uh, Pajama. 
billionaire. Whether you're a struggling trader or a profitable trader, our sponsor, City Traders Imperium, are offering you the chance to become a fully backed Forex trader. That's right, get coached and funded with CTI today. All right, folks, here we are on Trading Up. We've got a pajama billionaire here on the show. We've just had a great chat before this little episode. First of all, welcome to the show, and maybe tell the guys how you came up with the name Pajama Billionaire. Um, Thanks for having me, man. The name Pajama Billionaire came from me just wanting to be a billionaire in my my pajamas, like my comfort. Like, you know, when people wear pajamas, it's like when they're comfortable, you know, and I wanted to show people that, hey, you don't have to go the traditional way. You don't, you don't need to have a suit and a tie to be wealthy, right? You don't need to really go down that path. You can find your own comfort and become wealthy from your comfort by understanding, you know, what you're good at, you know, being able to actually monetize a talent, you know, learning a skill set, right? And this is what I've been trying to empower people, you know, totally tap into their self, you know, to find out what they're good at, you know, to see, okay, how can I monetize this to create something for myself and create generational wealth? So my aim, you know, with the whole pajama billionaire or the billionaire movement is for people to become abundant and wealthy, you know, in their comfort. Nice. That's, that's my thing. Yeah. Cool. Well, you're based over there in Jamaica. Uh, you're 26, 25 years old. Is that right? 25. 25 yeah, 25. years old. You've got about yeah. a million businesses under your belt already. Uh, now, do you want to tell us, I suppose, how it all started, how you got into trading and how that kicked off this whole wealth creation um, lifestyle that you've got going on? All right. So how I got into trading, you know, actually stumbled in it because I've always been the type of person to try and make more from what I already had, right? So I remember when I used to sell biscuits in school, you know, just to pay for books or to pay for, you know, different necessities that I would need, right? Food or other stuff. You know, I used to, you know, find different ways to actually be money so I could, you know, survive, you know. So um, I kept on doing that. I kept on making money from selling snapbacks, selling hats. I remember at one point I was working at a supermarket and I used that money to invest in um, hats and other stuff, you know, and that gave me a return. And I was, I was like, whoa, like I made more than what they were actually paying me on a monthly basis because in Jamaica, they don't really pay well, right? So I was able to make more than what they pay me on a monthly basis just by selling a few hats, you know, and then like the more I kept on building that business, you know, um, I realized I was making more and I realized, hey man, this is the, the thing I should be doing, right? So it went from that to me, you know, I was still following the, the whole traditionalism because that was what was in me, you know, when I was younger. Like, that was what my parents were telling me, you know, and uh, I was still following. I was still like, I need to graduate. I need to um, finish school. I need to do this. I need to do that. So when I was, um, you know, running my businesses, when I was doing different things, started to come for money to survive, um, I used to just want to pay my, my tuition or just pay for like food or, you know, be able to stay afloat. Then I, then I realized, hey, I'm spending all this money on school and then I'm going to get a job that is not going to pay me um, the type of money that I was actually already making. You follow me? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, you know, I was like, you know, what if I just focused more on the businesses that I was building, you know, to see how they, they, they would go. And I started to focus on them. They were going really well, you know. And then, you know, I kind of stumbled upon on, on Forex trading by a friend when I was actually studying for for exam, you know. So I stumbled upon Forex trading. I really liked it at, at first. You know, I started to, you know, learn it. I started to read. I was Googling. I was doing everything that a lot of newbies um, are doing right now, which is the Googling and YouTubing all over the place. But... You know, I was, it was just so difficult because information was just all over the place. And sometimes you might try something, it don't work. You have to go back to the drawing board, all of that, you know. And then I realized that, you know what, um, let me just let me just block out everything and just focus on the charts. So I started focusing on the charts with the little knowledge that I had from just the different readings, you know. Kept on, like, just trying something, trying something, practicing, trying something. And then I, I started following different persons on Instagram and you know, just social media, and I started reaching out to them, messaging them, and then, you know, um, just networking, you know, I was able to just, you know, get certain information, you know, because there weren't, there weren't a lot of mentors out um, 
back in the days. And there are a lot of people like just um there to after the teacher thing. You just see somebody doing something and then they're like, okay, this is how you do that. This is how you do that. I remember me going through pages and pages, you know, and just, just trying to find out, okay, all this makes sense, right? You know, and then, you know, kept on practicing, kept on practicing, and then things just um, took its time. And then I realized what was working for me, what wasn't working for me. I started focusing on what was working for me. And then, you know, I learned along the way that, hey, I needed to be investing more as well, right? So whatever money I was able to withdraw from a trading account, I needed to be um, reinvesting it because that is how you actually become wealthy. You know, it's not just by trading every single day because I wanted to move from the point of working for money. So me um, hustling to, to pay tuition or me hustling to do this or do that, to buy food and all of that is me working for money. Right, so I needed to move from working for money, you know, stressing, struggling, to the point where my money is working for me, right? Mm. So after a while, I, you know, kept on practicing, kept on seeing results from trading. Every withdrawal I made, you know, I was able to take care of my necessities, and I was, and what I would do is put up, put some aside um, for an investment, right? You know, kept on investing in different little things, and then you know, I realized that the returns started to grow, so I was able to actually back money in my trading account now right i was able to build up my trading account you know kept on building my trading account and then that helped me to be more confident because i was like whoa like i'm making more money now from trading right you know and then i'm making money from investing so i was able to relax so when i reached the point um of of relaxation where i don't need to feel like hey i need to trade because i need to pay the rent at the end of the month or i need to pay for something at the end of the month i need to pay for food or whatever you know um when i started to you know reach that point of comfort when i never needed to you know worry about using my trading capital to pay for all of this that is when you know i really reached my level of abundance in terms of my money working for me with the different businesses you know so i, I have airbnbs i have you know different e-commerce stores i have you know, multiple other different things that are actually investing. You know, I have different consulting companies, you know, that are run. I have a, I have a media company. So I'm going to go for the microphone a while ago, you know. Um, you know, just just because I have these different companies, you know, that I'm able to actually learn or use different things from, you know, just to make my life more abundant. You get me? So every, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in having multiple income streams because me having one income stream put me at risk because, what if one um, fails or what if one don't work out? For example, if I was working on a job, what if the job fired me? What would I be, be, be looking at to, to pay my bills at the end of the month, right? So I realized this from an early stage that, hey, I needed to set up multiple different things so that my life can be comfortable regardless of what, um, what might happen in the world. So even with this whole corona pandemic, I was prepared before the pandemic even started, you know, not because I knew that the pandemic was going to happen. It's more of me just, you know, making a way of life for me to set up multiple different things. Even the Bible would tell you that, hey, um, you need to sow different seeds, you know, because one day there might be um, a drought or whatever, you know, and you want to be able to, um, you want to be able to, you know, go back to those trees that grow up from the seeds to, to probably pick up fruit, you know, off of it, you know, when you reach a, your, your dry season. You, you're following me? Yeah. So one business so one business might slow down because, for example, at the start of the pand- pandemic, you know, Jamaica is known as a tourist country, right? Mm. Like, people come here just for vacation and all that. At the start of the pandemic, nobody was traveling. Like, there was a lot of travel ban. Entertainment industry was down, all of that. I lost so much money from the Airbnb um business, right? Yeah. You know, where... I, I like normally at specific time of year I would make so I would make millions of dollars, you know. I lost so much money just because people never came, you know. And then I was able to still stay afloat because guess what? I had multiple other things that were running at the same time. Versus a lot of people, for example, entertainers, they don't have a separate job, you know, from just entertainment. They, they normally tour a lot, so they imagine them not being able to tour for months upon top of months. The position that they would put that that would put that them in, you know, not being able to earn an income for months upon top of months, you know, most people just know to save, you know, save and they buy something from their savings. 
I'm a believer in using my investments to, to make purchases, right? So, for example, just purchased a Rolex, you know, and that, that is coming from just me putting in, you know, work and just making my investment pay for that. You know, the different cars that I drive, you know, where I live, all of that, my investments pay for that, you know. So, and this is what I'm, I'm teaching other people to do as well, especially in the, the billionaire blueprint that, that I just launched. You know where people can actually learn how to, you know, use their nine to five as a tool or use their talents as a tool. Identify their talents, you know, and just, you know, use it as a tool to level up and just become abundant by allowing them to just, you know, create things that just work for them. Allowing them to, their money, allowing their money to work for them. You follow me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just jumping in here with a quick message from my sponsor, Sage Capital, who provide education, software, and tools needed to increase anyone's ability to trade more successfully. Perfect for people who are either still learning, too busy, or just want to use professional-grade strategies to build passive income. They've achieved high returns with relatively low risk and are available for auto-copying today. Go to sagecapital.co.uk and start auto-trading today. And it's interesting, I mean, you, you sort of touched on it before where you sort of said oh, you got to the point where you made enough from Forex to invest it and then you had enough money to um, not have to worry about you know paying the bills and stuff. And I think that's a big thing for a lot of guys i know that one guy who hasn't been on the show but he has been on the youtube channel daniel savage was one of those guys where he made a good chunk of money with his trading and in fact he didn't even mention it on that video it's a video that's in the trading that youtube members only content um where we did this live session and he did mention exactly that and his journey was he made a whole bunch of money and he realized that he could survive for i think three or four months on that money alone and so therefore he didn't have any worries and his trading improved because of that um second thing is how how did you get so i mean how did you manage to like you're only 25 how did you manage to do the trading thing and start up all these businesses on the side um was that how did you leverage yourself to do that i know this isn't a business show but i mean i'm, I'm quite interested to find out <laughs> it's it's just so crazy man like like honestly i just learned over time and i learned to adapt Right, you have to be able to adapt. Just like trading, you see, whenever you're trading on a day-to-day basis, you have to adapt to the different market conditions that might, that might come. Right. So me, you know, I'm the type of person I'm able to adapt and I'm able to fit um where I need to where I need to fit. So, say for instance, I have a business idea. I'm a doer, and this is why we have like winners win. You know, because winners are doers. So I'm the type of person that hey, I have an idea, even if you tell me that I'm going to fail at it, or even if you tell me that. This idea is not going to work. Me, I'm doing that. You know, I'm trying. I rather try, you know, and find out for myself if it will work or not. And if it doesn't work, I say, okay, how can I treat this for it totally work? So, oh, I started. I started out doing everything myself. You know, coming up with different ideas, finding different ways to make it work, finding different people. And I'm, I'm always the type of person that is open to paying people, you know, or splitting the bread with them if they can help me get to my goal. Right? Yeah. So. I'm a big believer in delegating, you know, so somebody else might be good at something that I might not be the best person at, right? You following me? So what I tend to do is I just, you know, find the right people to actually work with. And I find these people that are motivated, goal-oriented, you know, people that are willing to actually just take advice, you know, because you're never too big to take advice. A, a big part of why a lot of people fail in life is because they do not feel like they can take advice or they should take advice. You follow me? So I take advice from people and I give people advice as well. And I want people around me to tell me, hey, this, um, you know, you messed up up there and then we can work together to fix it, right? I don't want people around me to tell me that this is not going to work. Tell me, oh, we're going to work. You get me? So I was able to, you know, from an early stage, surround myself with the right people to push me, um, you know, push me even more. And I was able to push them as well, right? And work together on a day-to-day basis, even now, you know, multiple different businesses. Like um, us putting, for example, even this book together, you know, it's, a, it's just a complete body of us, you know, just putting it together, all the ideas of all of that, you know, and then we, we just brainstorm. I remember one day we had a, we, we even had a, a, a meeting with the, the person that we actually work um, together here, my team, you know, had a meeting with the team and... We're doing the worksheets as well because each one of these billionaire, billionaire blueprint box, each one of these billionaire blueprint box comes with like worksheets, workbooks, and all of that to help you level up and better your life, better your mindset, and all that. Because 
gaining wealth is about the mind you know you know it, it, it's about the mind it's not just about the finances you have to have a, a winners or wealth mindset yeah. you know totally gain wealth or gain um you know or become more abundant in your finances so what i did was you know i quote unquote trick them they come over the house you know coming on my love meetings here and they come over the house and i'm like y'all thought we were going to do something else right no we're not going to do something else everybody um grab a pen or a pencil we're gonna do worksheets we're gonna go through these worksheets right now we prepare the worksheets everybody was going through the worksheets stressed oh they're like oh my god i never knew so much about myself <laughs> you get me <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so they had to fill so imagine, in the blueprint they were doing the blueprint yeah. and these guys ah, okay <laughs> yeah so, so imagine all of them saying they never knew so much about themselves and all of that and you know, um, you know, by the end of the exercise, everybody was able to, you know, look at themselves and know that, hey, um, this is what I need to fix, you know, in order to get to this goal, right? And, you know, I've, I've seen them over the months or over the weeks, you know, doing that. And they've, like, they've met so many targets. Like, you know, I have people who, you know, started to, started to work with me just a few weeks ago or months ago. And they're able to actually move into different apartments or, able to buy cars or able to just live life more abundantly like people who usually stress about certain things they're not stressing out anymore for example my students i teach my students the same exact strategy i do on a day-to-day basis you know trade withdraw invest the money in something right so that you don't have to stress yourself and then you repeat the process you get me you treat yourself by repeat the process so for example me buying a rolex um it's just me treating myself for just the, the, the amount of work I've been putting in. Me buying a car is me treating myself for the amount of work I've been putting in. And I encourage people to do that. So so whenever you're, you're, you're grinding, because if you're just trading every single day, just being on the chart, that, thing, that can get boring, you know? That can get boring. That can get stressful. That can get annoying. You get me? Yeah. Hey, and you I've got one question me. on. I've got one question on the, your team. So, is your team all local, local in Jamaica, or are you Lo- outsourcing local, it around the world? Local and international, because it's a situation like this where I'm big on outsourcing. So, say for instance, I have a project to do, you know, with one of the businesses, I would outsource different like persons from wherever it might be. You get me to totally get um, that specific task done. You know, so I never limit my, I never limit myself and say, hey. I can't get this done because I'm not able to do this. What I tend to do is I find, okay, who is able to do this with me? <laughs> you get me? <laughs> I still get it done, right? Just as though you were telling me um, recently that, hey, um, you, you, you build trading robots, right? Or you have a, you have a, um, a course or a program that, that um, you build trading robots. And I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get me? <laughs> like, you know, so just like that. So I might not be, you know, the best at something in terms of, you know, like the coding aspect of trading, but I'm very good in terms of the manual trading, meaning me being able to trade my phone, me understanding my risk parameters, me understanding when to get in, when to get out, what time to get in, what time to get out, right? Me understanding my emotions, me understanding my risk tolerance and all of that, right? I understand all of that regarding my trading, you know, so imagine you as a coder, you know, I don't have the, honestly, I don't have the time at this moment to, to go and code myself. You get me? So it is always better to outsource somebody to code something for me. Like I've, I've multiple developers working on multiple different projects for me at the moment. Right. And yeah. at the end of the day, they feel good at the end of the day because, Hey, they worked on something and it is successful and they're able to actually reap, you know, other benefits that we actually Set up because I, I'm big on incentivizing people for the work that they put in. A lot of people don't reach the goal that they want to reach in life because they're too afraid to pay. They're too cheap. They don't want to pay for something. A lot of people don't even want to pay for, for example, you said that you're you're good at um, coding robots and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I'm not a robot coder, you know. You get me? <laughs> and although my developers, they're good at coding, but they most of them have never coded a robot before. But with your experience, you know, you tell me that you offer that service. I'm willing to purchase um, the course that you have just to so, just so that my developer can actually learn something from that. Yeah. So that he can create a better robot for me. But yeah. not a lot of people would be willing to do that. Not a lot of people would be willing to invest in themselves. Not realizing that investing in yourself is the only way you can actually gain wealth. Yeah. You don't realize that, you know, it, wealth starts from investing in yourself. 
investing in just asking the simple question, how can I do this? Or how can you help me do this? Right? And when the person replies and says, okay, this is how I can help you, you need to be willing to take the step. Don't be, if you're iffy, a person who is iffy and, and, and they're like, oh, I'm going to think about it, this or that, they're, they're not serious about being successful. And this is why a lot of them never become successful because they're too iffy. Mm. They're too hesitant to change their life. Yeah. I don't don't know how many times I've heard it from like, I suppose, uh, people that I know, not not necessarily friends, but people that I know where they've, they're like, oh, this, you know, this thing seems so great. I'm going to do it. And then like a year later, have you done it? No. No. You've not done it. Why have you not done it? It was so easy. Like I even told you, just do this and that. No, no, I haven't done it. Why not? I don't don't know. Procrastination. Procrastination is the killer of dreams, right? In order to be successful, you need to take initiative. You need to just start now. Like, for example, me, every single day, like, I'm not going to say that I win at everything I do, right? Because at the end of the day, you're going to have lessons, right? Just like trading, you're going to have your wins and you're going to have your lessons. And it's just for you to learn from these lessons and move on. Don't get depressed or don't stay at that position and be like, oh, I fell down here or I stumbled here. Like you looking at, back at the situation and, and telling yourself that, hey, you stumbled. That is not um, fixing the problem. Like you already stumbled. You need to just get up now and find out why you stumbled and how you can actually move forward, right? So a lot of things that I do in my different businesses is, you know, what, you know, actually helped me become such a great trader, you know, because I'm able to, you know, apply that same mindset to it. So if I go in the market and I take an L on a trade, I'm like, okay, cool. Next, I have tomorrow, you know, or the next day. I just chill. I don't get frustrated. If if I be, if I become frustrated, that is not going to fix the problem. That is just going to create more problem for itself. So for everybody that is, you know, you know, that just started, that just just started trade, it's going to be frustrating along the journey because it's some, it's just you're, you're learning something new. It's, it's like you're talking to a new girl. If you're talking to a new girl, you don't know this person. <laughs> you get me? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. So you have to take your time to find out, okay, how does she work? Sometimes she's going to scream at you, but why did she scream at you? Right? Why did she scream at you? That don't mean she's going to scream at you every day. You know? So you, you need to find out why she scream. And you need to find out, okay, how to solve that problem so that she don't scream at you every day. Unless you want her to scream at you every day. You know? So everything is just, everything is tied in. Like, whether it be finances, whether it be trading, it don't matter. Right? Everything is tied to one. Now, talking about trading again, we're gonna we're gonna dive back. I know, guys, we've sort of veered off here, and we're, we've been talking about wealth creation, which I think is a really good sort of segue, or or I suppose alternative way to look at approaching this from a sort of which is really good because a lot of people don't do this right. When I get guests on the show, they come on and they talk literally it's trading or nothing. Whereas you've sort of given us the the higher level view of this going, guys, don't just think about trading, think about what's coming next and next after that so that you can leverage what you're doing in your trading career. So, But I'm going to dive back into trading now and really sort of hone in on how you, your initial part of your journey where you sort of went from not really, uh, well, I suppose, learning to applying. I mean, how did you get, how did you find that strategy that worked for you and, um, yeah, how did you how did you get to that point where it's like, great, I've got my strategy, I can now forge forward. All right, the the biggest part, I right, trading trading in reality, trading is very simple. Like trading is the simplest thing you can probably do in your life. It's like walking, right? It's just about how are you able to manage your your emotions and what is your risk tolerance, right? Yeah, that, that's all trading is, you know, and you being able to identify certain patterns in the market, you know, totally predict a certain type of move based on if you've been practicing on the market on a day-to-day basis, right? For example, why is Ronaldinho able to shoot so well or do so well in football, right? Why? Just you answer that question. Why? Because he's, A, he's got a special talent. B, I did watch a video on him last night, funnily enough, on YouTube. <laughs> How random is that? But, but, um, but, and then B, but, he's obviously practiced since he was the age practice, dot. Practice. So he's been practicing for years upon top of years upon top of years, right? He's practiced more than he's played on the field, right? Most traders or most, most people who come into Forex trading or stock market trading or cryptocurrency trading, right? They start trading or they start learning about this today and they want to be rich tomorrow night. 
right? <laughs> and then when they don't become rich tomorrow night, they get frustrated, right? Not yeah. understanding that, hey, you've been living um, stressed, bro, in a certain position for all your life, right? Like, you never changed that all of your life, right? So all you expect to come here and get rich today, you know, without putting in a certain type of work or practicing or having any experience at all, right? So a big thing is people need to start, you know, practicing more. Like, you need, you need to find out key parameters in terms of, like, you know, whenever you go on a chart, like, key things that you look for, you know, find out what are those key things um, you're looking for, you know, in terms of your confluences, you know, and, uh, you know, you need to understand your emotions as well in terms of your timing, your risk tolerance. Like, how much are you willing to lose? Like, you know, are you the, the, the type of person to, you know, um, get upset or vexed or, or just get a, get a loss and then just, you know, walk away? Um, or are you the type of person to just go back, go, back, go back in the market and then blow your account? If you're blowing an account, you need to find out, okay, What's causing you to blow your phone? Because when I just started, I used to blow a lot of accounts. And then I got frustrated. I was like, man, I can't do this no more. Like, why am I blowing accounts? And then I have to find out, okay, this is the reason I was blowing accounts. And the reason I was blowing accounts is because it wasn't because I never knew what I was doing in terms of, like, identifying certain patterns. I'm able to identify the patterns very well. It's more of a situation like this. I was able to understand my emotion and control my emotion. I was broke and I just wanted to get rich, right? Mm. When I just started, I was broke. Wanted to get rich. So I'm like, okay, never understand risk management. <laughs> so I was like, let me just put money in the market and let me just um, enter. And, you know, so, so I remember even starting not entering a stop loss. I had to learn to enter, um, to put on the stop losses in the market. So whenever I failed, like whenever I found, went into a certain amount of Jordan, I was like, okay, why did the, the trade just go here and I lost that, that amount of money? And then I realized, okay, it was because I never had a stop loss. You know, I started researching stop loss. I started hearing people talk about stop loss. Like, what is a stop loss? I was able to actually research that type of thing, started to practice it, you know, started to identify different uh, time of day in the market that I should be trading. You know, some people go in the market any time of day. No, that's not, that's not me. Just like you as a human being, you have time that you get up and you go to work. You know, you have a, you have a time that you go to sleep, right? Yep. So the market is, is like a human being where the market is a time that it, that it is working and there's a time that it is sleeping. You know, that is why, for example, me, I don't trade certain times of day. Like I don't trade outside of um, London, New York session. London, New York, New York session for GBP, JPY, you know, is the time that GBP, JPY is working. It's moving because the, 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 the London, um, London is open. It's bright. It's early morning for them, right? New York, bright and early morning for them. Just to say, you following me? Yes. So, yeah, so so the currency is moving, like there, there's things going on in the economy. Then outside of that, people are sleeping. Nothing is going on when people are sleeping. The market is like a human being. You need to just understand it. I always tell people, think of the market like a girl. How well can you understand this girl? For you and her to live peacefully, for you and her to build a relationship, for you, for you, for you to be able to, you know, make something out of that relationship. You following me? I always tell people that. You know, people, people, people have the mindset of, you know, let me just try this and then, oh, I feel that it, I don't know why it never worked. I'm going to just move on, you know, and then they move on when the gold mine could have been here, right? <laughs> they moved on from the gold mine when the gold mine could have been here. So it's just for you to just understand, you know, it's just for you to understand certain parameters when going in the market, you know, and for you to understand yourself emotionally and understand your risk tolerance. Right, it's just for you to be able to put in practice on a day-to-day basis. Usain Bolt um, made millions of dollars running less than a minute, um, and he trained for over twenty years. If you can Google that, you'd see it multiple times. Right, so you need to be practicing more than you're trading live. For example, me, I trade like probably four times for the month, and if I'm able to go in the market and make ten k per trade, that is forty thousand dollars. That is that is more than four or five times. What a lot of people get paid per year, I'm able to make on a monthly basis. Just by me being able to be disciplined, just by me, me being able to understand myself and understand that every day that I'm in the market, you know, puts me in a position where the market can win over me. So I understand that, hey, I need to find my edge. And my edge is, you know, being comfortable with the different 
businesses that are up running, right? Where they're producing income as well, right? And me, you know, not having to go in the market every single time when I need to pay a bill or I need to pay for something, right? My car drinks gas. <laughs> so imagine, <laughs> imagine every time I go in, imagine every time my gas finish, I have to run, go in the market to make that gas money. That would put me through so much stress. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That would put me through so much stress. Like, as a trader, you cannot trade under stress. You know, you cannot trade under pressure. You have to be calm when you're trading. And all you be calm is by just, as I said before, understanding yourself, understanding certain patterns that actually work based on practicing and you investing in different things. And you need to, whenever you make money, whatever, if you make your first withdrawal right now, you just start trading, you make your first withdrawal right now. You need to withdraw that and you need to, you need to spend it on something that you've been wanting to spend on. And you need to put some money in something. You follow me, and then you can go again because you see when when the money is on the computer or your phone, it's just there. It's like virtual. It's not real, right? But it's when you, you withdraw that money and you have it in your hand, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can touch this. I can spend it. You see, the moment you spend that money, it just like it just un unlocks something in your brain that you're going to want to make more of this, right? Worse, if you're able to make your first, and then you're able to make what it, your job is paying you. Um, a month in a day. Imagine, him, and I've seen a lot of traders do this. They come, they start trading, and even when they purchase my course, they, they start trading and they make my, the course money within the, the week or a month. And they're, they're like, oh my gosh, I made um, I made about this money in, in this time. And I, I, what I tell them to do, spend it on something. Like treat yourself. Like treat yourself, right? Once they treat themselves, it's just withdrawal after withdrawal after withdrawal, back to back after that. And this is why we have the type of results that we have. Now, look, I want to ask some questions about your trading because the guys listening, they they want to find out exactly how what you're doing when you're trading. So can you yeah. give some insight into like how many trades a day you're taking or a week, first of all? Personally, um, as I was telling you before, I have a, a win-lose mindset in terms of if I go in the market and I win, I win. If I go in the market and I take an L, I find out, okay, why did I take that L? And then I go again the next day. I don't need to go back in the market that same day. Sometimes the market is just faking it out. Sometimes the market is not ready. For example, this week, the market isn't ready. The market hasn't been ready. I made I made $1,000 on Friday in the market. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. You get me? Because Monday was bank holiday. And the next day, the market is just... It's, it's the first month of the year. Everybody is just rushing to dump in the market. It's the first month of the year. And I'm just chilled. I'm just waiting until I start seeing more momentum in the market. It don't make sense to trade without momentum. So I trade with momentum, which is why I trade at a specific time of day, right? And um, I look for minimum one to three risk to reward ratio. So if I'm risking 5% per trade, you know, I'm looking to make 15% gain um, per trade. If I'm able to make, if I'm able to, you know, um, trade four times per Per, per month, which is one time per week or two times per week. You know, let's work that one times per week. One times per week, that's 60% on your account. You get me? The bank's not giving you 60%, right? So that is a comfortable um, weight after the start, right? And this is this is the type of thing I try to, 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 to tell people to do where you don't need to pressure the markets. Don't pressure the markets, man. Learn more, practice more than you're actually going into market to trade. So you you could be taking like one trade a week, or it can grow. You know, one, what it could, one? one or you might take none. Is that how how it sort of works? The thing is, a lot of people feel like a lot of people 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 think that you need to be trading every single day or trading multiple times a day. They don't need to. You get me? You yeah. just need one good trade. One good trade can change your life forever. I know. Me as a Jamaican, where um, the, the, me me as a Jamaican, where me as a Jamaican, where um, people don't need. 10,000 US dollars a year. And I'm able to make that on a day, right? So me as a Jamaican being able to make that on, on a day, I'm able to make that four times per per month. That is over 40K. Not including me, you know, probably catching a bigger move. You follow me? Because there are times when I catch a bigger move where I'm able to make 15, 20,000, um, you know, between like a two-day period, 25,000 between like a two- or a three-day period. It all depends. Sometimes the, the week might be going extremely well, and I'm able to just go in the market, go in the market, go in the market, and be taking off profits back to back, back to back, right? And I tend to just withdraw my profits. Just as I make it, withdraw. 
you know, secure that profit. So a lot of people don't secure it. A lot of people leave it on their account, you know, especially newly. They leave it on their account and they get overconfident and then poof, account mm. is gone. Back to square one. And the thing is, it's not just square one. They're just depressed now. You follow me? They're depressed now because it's like they made the money. They saw that they made the money. But <laughs> they probably put their last in to make the money and then they lose it back just because they weren't securing profits. So my thing is to secure profits, to reinvest in different things. And the next thing is to not be in the market every single day. Like people even message me and be like, bro, how come I don't see you trading every single day? I don't need to trade every single day. Most people are trading every single day and are losing every single day. So me trading one or two times or three or four times for the month and making profit versus me trading every single day and losing, which one of them would you rather? Yeah. I rather trade calmly. I rather enjoy my life. Like the purpose of trading is to enjoy life, right? Yeah. Yep. To be able to afford certain things, right? I don't want to be in front of the computer every single day looking at the charts. I don't want to do that. This is a way out. I use it as a way out. It's a way to make an income and find a way to automate that income, right? My job is to find a way to, to automate that income after I made income from trading. Mm. Trading is a tool. It is not the end. And people have it as the end. A lot yeah. of people, I don't know if they they plan to, you know, be 90 years old and still be on the chart, looking at the chart. Hey, um, um, this is, it, it's going to go up or it's going to go down. <laughs> you get me? I don't plan to do that. You get me? Yeah. My plan is when I reach a certain age, I should be retired. I should be able to, you know, set up certain things so that um, even if I'm still trading, which I, more than likely I will be, <laughs> just the same. I love, I love trading. You get me? Even if I'm still trading, you know, I'll be able to set up certain things where my, my money is being traded, um, you know, automatically without me having to lift a finger. You follow me? That's yeah. the stage that I'm, that, that I'm pushing towards, you know, where I'm moving away from having to earn, you know, meaning having to slave on a day to day. Because me going in the market every single day, is me slaving. So most people are going in the market to slave five, four, um, ten, ten times a day and are losing, stressed, tired, depressed. Going in the market every single day. That is you slaving every single day. Me, I'm slaving as well, you know. But I'm slaving four times a month. You following me? <laughs> so you're slaving every day versus me slaving four times a month. So, so what, is your, you what, is your, what is your typical day look like when you do trade then? When I when I'm when I do trade, it's like ten k days, like five k. But I mean, in terms of what what do you actually what do you actually do at the like you sit down at the chart? How long do you spend there? Do you have a set okay. time that you sit down? The thing is, what I normally do, what I tend to do, is I tend to do like morning meetings with my my students, and we just go over different trades, you know, um, trade ideas, and uh, you know, I tend to 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 we just we break it down together, you know, as a as a family, as a group. Billionaires is family, so we break it down as a group. And then, you know, we, we just look at the different um, pr- predictions that we have. And then we say, okay, this, um, if this happened, we'll do that. If that happened, we'll do that. And then we just work from there on a day-to-day basis. So we get up like probably 2, 3 o'clock in the mornings. You know, we chill, we, we talk, you know, we look at the charts, you know, we analyze. And we set up our, we have a, we have a risk management calculator that I give my students as well. So we set up the risk parameters prior to to start in the trade and then we'll just chill like we'll probably watch a movie i'm when i'm up about a ps5 recently and when i'm up now i'm, I'm just um playing playing some call of duty you know <laughs> i'm playing some call of duty or something um normally i would read you know i would be reading you know but I've, i basically finished all the books i have right now i'm ordering some more books and well that's the type of thing i would still be doing just the same you know is it a call of duty game is it a reading something or researching on something so so, so you so you like entering with limit orders or are you entering at market because if you're at market i assume that you've got to be at the computer and you know waiting for a certain thing to happen or how does that play out instant execution for me like and so how do you make sure how do you make sure that because it it sounds like you're not spending a lot of time at the chart i'm just sort of painting the picture here for the guys how do you do the instant execution market order um when you're not spending at the time of the chart, is it because you've got a wider stop that means that you can, is, or do you enter it on the hour at the close or the daily close or, or something like that? The thing is, what I do is I utilize alert alerts, right? So I set alerts at certain price points in the market. Ah. Then, you know, once these alerts go off, I, I get up and I go on the chart. If I'm sitting at a computer 
all day just watching the charts is going to force me to enter trades that I should not be entering. Yeah. Right? So I learned that at an early stage. So what I do is I pay for the, the trading view premium so that I can set my alerts. My alerts come to my phone. So whenever I get these alerts, I know that, hey, you need to, sorry, you need to go and look at the chart. So what I would do is, you know, on a day-to-day basis, is I set my alerts. Then when the market, when, when, when the, the alert go off, I get up and I'm like, okay, let me go look at the chart. And when I go and look at the chart, you know, based on the, the analysis that I did before, because I normally prepare for the market prior to, right? Yeah, so, so what I do is, you know, prepare for the market prior to set my alerts. When the alerts go off, I go to the chart and I look at it to see, okay, which direction is the market going to go in? Is it going to continue? Is it going to reverse, right? Based on whether it's going to continue or reverse, I, you know, start sitting down, start analyzing, you know, possibly entry points, you know, understanding that, hey, depending on, on how clear the area is, because I have a thing that I do, which is free space. So when there's a certain level of free space in the market from one zone to a next, you know, or one price point to a next. Yeah, so when there's, a, when there's a free space in the market from one price point to a next, that will allow me to know that, hey, I need to risk more on this trade or, you know, I need to be a little more conservative on this trade, right? So that type of thing allowed me to just trade more comfortably, you know, rather than being at the chart every single day, just looking, 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 waiting for opportunity. I'm the type of person to wait for opportunity to come to me versus me chasing opportunities. A lot of beginners like to chase opportunities and the market is that the market the market is like this with a carrot. So the market yeah. has a little carrot here and it's like, come on, come and chase me, right? And a lot of people would run and chase the carrot and the carrot just bring them over a hill. And then boom, the fail and they're like, Oh my gosh, trading is not for me. I'm tired of this now. <laughs> you get me, you get yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Versus yeah. Versus, allow, versus them setting a trap because me setting my alert is me setting my trap for the market to come to me and when it comes to me, I'm able to take an entry based on what I've been practicing. You yeah. following me based on yeah. the, the experience that I have with the market. And, and in, so terms of, in terms of what you're practicing, I mean, what what sort of three things would you say, go and go away and have a look at this on a price chart um, and study up to, on that? You want me to... Um, no, don't share the screen yet, but we'll jump on later. But I mean... If you just had to sort of describe, like, what what are the three th- what are three things that somebody would jump on a price chart, and you would say, go and study this, go and study this, go and study this. What what three things would they be? Okay, the thing is, the biggest thing is to, to just understand the pair. So, a lot of people have a lot of indicators on the chart. I don't trade with indicators at all. My the in, the only indicator that I have is my eyes and my brain, right? And the the knowledge that I have, you know, um, from just my years and years of experience trading. You follow me? So it's a situation like this where whenever people like start trading, you know, the key things I would recommend for them to actually start looking at is just, you know, one, number one, and this is key, like don't try to trade 10 or 20 different peers. It's like talking to, let me use about the, the same example, talking to a female. If you're talking to 10 females, it is going to be difficult for you versus if you're talking to um, one female, right? Because like imagine different emotions. Remember, the market is like a, a human being. It has emotions. It has different things that cause it to go up, which is different economical data or whatever, and it has different things that cause it to go down. Just the same, right? So you need to find out. You know, you need to study that chart and find out. Hey, what is causing this to go up? What is causing it to go down? Where it usually moves from? Like, what are the price areas that it usually moves from? Which are the different zones? Whether that be a roof or a floor area. Um, you know, how it usually reacts to certain areas in the market. You know, how far does the market usually go on a day-to-day basis? Most people just enter trades and just have it there. They don't have a price target, right? They don't have an exit point. Most people just enter trades, they don't have an exit point, and then they wonder why the market keeps going back against them. Like, you have to understand that some pairs have a specific range per day. For example, I know that whenever I go in the market for GBP, JPY, I know that I'm looking for a 100 pip range, right? <laughs> I'm looking to make a hundred pip um trade. So if I'm able to risk a thousand dollars, you know, and I'm getting like um a ten pip stop loss, I'm able to you know make a one to ten risk to reward ratio, meaning I'm able to come out the market ten k from risking a thousand dollars. You following me? If I'm risking a hundred dollars, I know that I'm able to come out the market with a thousand dollars just because I understand that hey, um you know this is the time of day that I should be entering, and when I enter at this time of day, I can have 
a smaller stop loss so that I can, you know, I can in, I can up my lot size. It's just it's like me it's like me cheating the market or me it's not a little cheat code for the market, right? You wait on momentum, momentum will allow you to enter when the market is about to push, right? So whenever the market is about to push, you're able to enter and you're not going to be in you know drawdown that you'd have been in, in different sessions. You know, so that that will allow you to, you know, identify and understand that hey, you know, I can avoid drawdowns. You know, you enter momentum, you avoid drawdowns. And then you realize that you start getting a higher iterate rate now. You start building confidence now because you have a higher iterate. rate. The trades are going in the direction. You know, a lot of times it's not that people not analyzing the market properly. You know? It's more like they're not entering the market properly. You get me? They're not, um, you know, they're not, they're not patient enough to know that, hey, the market trades in different sessions, right? And they need to understand which session um, a specific pair trades best in, right? So I don't trade GDP, JPY outside of the London or the New York session. I only trade it within those sessions because I know that these sessions have the highest um, like level of momentum for it, for it to actually push. Mm. It has the highest level of volume because so many people are in the market right now. The banks are in, the banks are trading, the banks are, you know, the big money is in the market versus, you know, me trying to trade outside of that time frame where there's no money in the market. Therefore, I, keep, I would I keep getting stopped out which is why a lot of people get stopped though, because they don't know what time are they to trade. They don't know um, how to identify a certain market direction based on what the market is actually breaking, meaning the type of zone that the market is actually breaking, right? They don't know how to identify, you know, certain price barriers, right? They don't know how to, you know, identify certain fundamentals that are causing the market to actually move, right? So if a person wants to actually be really good at trading, they need to understand here. Here, go down to understanding the zone that the market moves from. The time of day the trade, the market normally moves for that specific peer, right? And then the different um, price ranges that market usually move in terms of pips. How many pips does this peer usually move on a specific day? You get me? Mm. And also different entry candles. Like, what are the best candles that they enter on? You know, um, you know, for a specific peer. Cool. Right. So. It's that simple. Eh? That, that gives you guys a, a, some stuff to work on there. Um, yeah. Now, what what about this? Is the last question before we jump to the quick fire round. So, what about a trader's mindset? Do you have any special sort of hacks, techniques, little tricks that you could share with the guys today around trying to get the right mindset for for trading? The, the hack is to put in work in all openness. And when I say put in work, um, I mean to do something over and over and over, like to be practicing. In order to be the trader, the trader, the, the right trader's mindset, mindset to actually see results is to be practicing. If you're not practicing, like you're not going to know what to develop. You following me? Yeah. So, if, so for example, um, a reason why a lot of people, traders are frustrated and you know, like they they're just they they want to give up is because they're losing, right? And the reason why they're losing is because um, they tend to rush certain things. You following me? When they practice, they'll, they'll know that, hey, they don't need to rush this because they can identify a certain time of day that this actually moves, so they can just focus on this time of day and just get up at that specific time of day to enter the market. I only get up at a specific time of day to enter the market. You get me? I don't just go on the chart and be like, oh, I'm going to enter here. No. I mm. wait on a specific time of day to enter, and I wait on the market to be at a specific zone for me to enter on a day-to-day basis, and I, went, and I, oh, and I, and I wait for different um structure to actually line up you following me yeah so whether the structure within structure it don't matter like i wait for different things to actually line up before i enter trade and that comes through practicing and that builds my confidence and a big yeah. part of building your confidence is actually withdrawing money most people aren't confident and most people are so frustrated and depressed because they've never withdrawn money from their trading account they made so much money they, they've seen so many blues on their account but never ever withdraw yeah. the money Right? So that's and, another trick. That's another hack there, guys, is withdraw your money when you get the yeah. chance. When you get the chance. Now, um, I'm going to jump into the quick fire round here. So first question is, how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Um, you know, in all openness, I, 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 I learned, like, for example, regardless of me making so much money from the market, I try to learn um, from myself on a day-to-day basis you know, um, how to do things a little better, right? So I might have 
I, I might have a specific way of entering the market. I, I try to tweak it, tweak it, tweak it until it becomes better. Now, when you ask me how long did it take for me to move from a complete newbie to becoming consistently profitable, I can't even, there's no way to really answer that, to put a specific um, date to that. It's more like when I was able to, you know, start making consistent withdrawals, right? So the moment I'm, I made the first withdrawal, I was able to consistently make other withdrawals because I felt the money in my hand and that, you know, that helped me to just stay motivated and know that, hey, I need to be doing more of this, which is withdrawing, right? So whether, so every time I, I would lose in the market, I'd be like, you know, I could have withdrawn that money and I would be okay right now. You follow me? So I started to withdraw more, you know, so that even when I lose in the market, it don't really affect me. And uh, that, that kind of pushed me to becoming more consistent now because me being able to withdraw allowed me to have a life outside of just the charts, right? And then me having a life outside of the chart allowed me to be more relaxed so that whenever I go on a chart, I, I would want to maintain that life, you know, so I would focus on withdrawing even more. You get me? So I was withdrawing. I started trading in like 2015. You know, I was making one and two little withdrawals, you know, in 2016 or so. And then it started to skyrocket like the end of that to like 2017, 18. And I, I remember going from making 100 odd days, you know, struggling to make 100 odd days to being able to make 500 odd days. And then I was like, okay, I'm making 500 odd now. What can I do to start making 1,000 odd days? And then I remember I moved from making 1,000 odd days, right, to start making 10,000 odd days. You get me? Yeah. I know I'm pushing from making 10,000 odd days to like start making 100,000 odd days, right? You know, so that's, that's what I'm actually pushing towards right now to so start making 100,000 odd days. And y'all going to see that in a few weeks. Not, I'm not even going to say months, <laughs> just a few weeks. You're going to see that in a few weeks because I've been just grinding. I'm always on the charts. So no matter how successful I am, I'm always just putting in work on the charts. I'm always, whenever I'm, I make up, whenever I'm profitably in a trade, I tend to withdraw my money, put it somewhere or whatever, you know, turn it into something else. You following me? So turn my trading money into something else. And that just allow me the mindset to just keep on going. I'm able to, whenever I'm ready to deposit again, able to deposit bigger amounts, you know, and that would allow me to trade even more comfortably because really actually it don't make sense to try and make a hundred thousand US dollars in a day from a thousand account. That, that's like crazy. You get me? That's like, I'm not saying it's not possible, you know, yeah. I'm just saying like you're putting yourself through too much stress. Right, we're right? in the quick fire round here, so I'm going to get on to the next question because we, <laughs> we, we're topping the hour here. Uh, what's your favorite entry setup? Uh, my favorite entry setup is is just is just a rejection setup basically. Like once the market is rejecting a, a very you know aggressive price area, you know a key level, and it is it is aligned with a specific direction that I'm looking for the market to actually go in, you know, and it is within a specific time of day that I'm looking to actually trade, you know that is the perfect entry setup for me, knowing that hey I'm going to get. This. Of the trip, you know, so my plan, uh, my preset parameters, um, you know, and uh, I'm comfortable because I saw this type of pattern prior to you get me. So I trade based on rejection and market direction, rejection, market direction, momentum, and the time of day. So rejection, market direction, momentum, and the time of day. You follow what, me? Yeah, what what uh strategies do you use to manage trades? Um, in terms of my, in terms of my trade management, I really don't like to move my stop loss in all openness. Um, I'm a big believer in 80% of something is better than 100% of nothing, right? So say, for instance, I'm comfortable with a specific gain on a specific day, and I would like I would have like probably a 1 to 5 or a 1 to 3 or a 1 to 4. And I'm comfortable with that because I'm trading bigger lot sizes now, right? Mm. Or even before. Once what? I'm comfortable with a, with a certain amount, I'll just, you know, close the trade and I'm, I'm, I'm cool. You get me? What, so, what's your preferred broker and trading platform? My preferred broker is I currently use IC Market. I started using this other broker, RoboForex, just to test them out. I actually deposited like five hundred dollars in the account the other day, and when the year just started out, because I, I wanted to test out some pump, pump, some 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 pump stuff. You know, actually deposited and uh and uh I doubled the account, and then I just withdraw back the money. I was like, cool, <laughs> you know, like, because I just wanted to test if it was, because everybody was just coming to me and be like, bro, you use this broker, you use that broker, but I just wanted to test it out to see if it was a credible broker that 
I'm going to get back my money. Uh, yeah. So you can't really use any bloke, or re- whether it be regulated or unregulated, it's just that, are you going to get back your money at the end of the day? You get what, me? Yeah. What What? What about a recommended trading book? Have you got one of those? Trading book? Uh, bro, really and truly, like, I don't believe like a book can teach you how to really make money from trading. I, the, the only way you can make money from trading is through practicing. Right. And following a, a specific rule, um, specific set of rules that have been, you know, um, defined by somebody, you know, like probably a mentor or you're in the market and years upon top of years of experience you learn certain, certain things. But imagine going years upon years, like probably 10 years trying to learn how to trade versus just paying a mentor to teach you how to trade. You now you can just pay somebody to teach you their strategy. It's simple as that. Right? So I'd recommend just paying somebody to teach you rather than going to try and read a book. Most people try to read books and they never read, they never finish reading the book in, in all openness. People start, oh, I'm motivated. Yeah, man, I'm going to start reading this book now. And they never, ever read the book. They start the first page, they never read the book. And even when they read the book, it's just so much to understand because it's just it's just words, right? You need to be on the chart on a day-to-day basis. You cannot read a book and learn how to play football. You cannot read a book and learn how to play basketball. You follow me? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, cannot yeah. read a book and learn how to code. You have to go on the, the coding program with the specific parameters set up from the book and just try it and start doing um you know what they were recommending that you do. You yeah. follow me? Some people feel like, oh, they can just go and read an article and trade. They can just go and watch a video and trade. No, a big part of um, learning how to trade and being consistent at trading is practicing, you know, applying the information, applying the information that you learn. Most people never apply the information that I learned. They, they just hear about, about something like, oh, I just read this, and they go and open the broker and start trading. Yeah. And the broker's account can start trading, and then they blow that up. They get me say, so you can't learn trading from just a book. You have to learn it from either somebody that is actually doing it, or you can struggle and go through your own experience. I struggled and went through my own experience which is why I'm able to mentor people right now and tell them, hey, but it, it don't matter if they pay me, you know, I could care less, right? Um, just just pay just pay to somebody to learn or, or you can go through it and learn um, the hard way. Just find somebody that is actually credible. You follow me? Cool. So that, and so that's- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here with the last question of the show. Um, if you could leave our listeners with one bit of advice, what would it be? Keep going. Like... <laughs> Even when, even when you feel like stopping, don't stop. Like that's the that's the, that's when you're gonna have to get your breakthrough, right? And also, like don't listen to naysayers. Like what, even me, like even regardless of the amount of success that I have right now, people still think that um oh this is not possible. Like for example in Jamaica, a man making ten k a day, like people think that is not possible. And I know traders overseas making a hundred k a day, making a million dollars a day. Yeah, people doing that, right? But locally, a lot of people think that, oh, this is not possible. That is not possible because they haven't experienced that yet, right? So the only way for something to be possible is if you make it possible. So if somebody said that you can't do this, you keep on. Just like the guy that came in the place and was telling me that, hey, oh, that's not going to work for you. I made it work for me, right? I tell myself that I don't have a next option. There's no plan B, it's plan A. I'm going to make plan A work. I'm going to tweak it, tweak it, tweak it until it starts working. You follow me? Never give up. A lot of people are too easily easy to give up. Like they're wimps in all openness. Like they get a punch, you know, in the tummy, and they want to give up. Like you can't give up. Like if you give up, that you're gonna fail. You automatically have to fail. You can in life. You can either be a winner or a loser. You can choose to be a winner by doing and getting up each time and brushing yourself off and keep going, or you can be a loser. You get punched one time and you're like, oh, I'm gonna cry to mommy. Hmm. You get me? So you can be a mama's boy. Or you can be a winner, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the traders to get hold of you? Um, they can follow me at Pajama Billionaire on my Instagram platform. You know, um, you can visit um, www.billionairesacademy.net. You can follow me on YouTube at Pajama Billionaire. I drop blogs on a day-to-day basis. And, uh, you know, sometimes on a, on a day-to-day basis, like, I'll be posting my trades on my Instagram page and I've... Had a lot of people who just come on our page and they see my analysis or they see the way I do things on a day to day and they're able to make money and then they realize, oh my gosh, I made so much money from this or whatever. They end up being becoming a part of the family, getting the course. And from they get the course, it's just like skyrocket up to that because it's just it's just the ultimate level up where everything is just in one place for them to actually just learn and start, you know, just earning. You know, it's, it's just that ultimate breakthrough for them. Brilliant. Well, look, a big thank you to Pajama Millionaire for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with all the links, are in the show notes. To find them, simply search for 
pajama of all things Literally. in the search box on tradingnut.com until next time i wish all my listeners trading happiness and success Winners win. <laughs> okay guys so there you have it interview done and dusted with pajama billionaire a bit different but and i know we didn't get into a lot about his trading and how he approaches the market technically which i normally do but hey we did a great video after this so if you want to go and check that out, head over there to Trading Art or the YouTube channel and you're going to see exactly how uh, Pajama Billionaire takes on a price chart, breaks it down, enters and exits his trade. So guys, go over there. Now, check it out. Do remember, merch coming up here on Trading Art at some stage in the future. We've got Trader versus Trader as well kicking off this week. So make sure you tune in for that series. And we've got those replay challenges where we'll try and get Pajama Billionaire on one of those in the future as well. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.